The flax was standing in full bloom. It had pretty blue flowers as delicate as the wings of a moth, if not more so. The sun was warming it with its rays, the rain clouds watered it, and that was as beneficial to the flax as it is to little children to be washed and afterwards kissed by their mothers. It makes them look much brighter, so it did the flax. People say I am standing very well, said the flax, that I have a good length to make a piece of strong linen. Oh, I am so very happy. I am certainly the happiest of all plants, how well I am cared for, and I shall be useful. How much I enjoy the warm sun, how much the rain refreshes me, I am exceedingly happy. Nay, I am the happiest of all plants. That's all very well, said the fence post. You do not know the world as well as I, for I have plenty of knots in me. And then it groaned quite piteously. Snip, snap, snur, basilar, ended is the song. No, it is not ended, said the flax. The sun will shine tomorrow, or the rain will refresh us. I feel how I am growing. I see that I am in full flower. I am the happiest of all plants. One day people came, seized the flax and pulled it out by the roots. That was very painful. They placed it in water as if they intended to drown it, and afterwards hung it over a fire as if they wished to fry it. It was dreadful. One cannot always be happy, said the flax. One must also suffer in order to become experienced. And things much worse happened to it. The flax was steeped, roasted, broken and hackled. How could it possibly know the names of the various operations they performed upon it? Afterwards, the flax was put on the spinning wheel. Whirr, whirr, the wheel turned so rapidly round that the flax was not able to gather its thoughts. How very happy I was, it thought, while it suffered agonies of pain. One must be contented with the good one has enjoyed in the past. Contented, contented, as the flax still sat when it was put in the loom. A large piece of beautiful linen was woven from it, and all the flax to the very last stalk was used up for this one piece. But this is marvellous, I should never have thought it. Fortune favours me very much indeed, the fence post knew something after all when it sang Snip Snap Snur Basila. The song is by no means ended. No, on the contrary, now it only begins. That's very extraordinary. I've suffered a great deal, no doubt, but now I've turned out something useful. I'm the happiest of all plants. How strong and fine, how wide and long I am. It is something very different from being only a plant. Although it bears flowers as a plant, one is not so much looked after, and gets water only when it rains. Now I'm well cared for. The maid turns me over every morning, and at night she gives me a shower bath with a bordering pot. The pastor's wife has even made a speech in praise of me. She said that I was the best piece of linen in the whole parish. I cannot possibly be happier than I am now. The linen was taken into the house and operated upon with scissors. How they cut and tore it and pricked it with sewing needles, it was by no means a pleasure. They made twelve garments of it of a kind which people do not like to mention, although nobody can get on without them. They made a whole dozen out of one piece of linen. Look at me now, said Flex, only now I've become something really useful and clearly understand what I'm destined for in the world. What a blessing now I'm useful and so everybody ought to be, for that is the only true happiness in the world. Although they have cut twelve pieces of me, all the twelve are one and the same, we just make up the dozen. What an exceptional luck! 
Years and years passed. The garments were so much worn that they began to fall to pieces. There must be an end one day, said every piece. I should have very much liked to last a little longer, but one must not expect more than is possible. Then they were torn into racks and tatters. It's all over now, they thought, when they were ground in a mill, soaked and boiled, and went through various processes they were unable to remember, but they became beautiful white paper. That is a surprise indeed, and what a pleasant one, said the paper. Now I'm finer than before, and now they will write upon me. That is an extraordinary good fortune. And really, the most interesting stories and beautiful stanzas were written upon this paper, and there was only one inkblot. Of course, this was quite an exceptional chance, and the people heard what was written upon it. It was good and clever, and made them better and enlightened them. Thus the words written on this paper produced a great blessing. That's more than I ever dreamed of when I was a little blue flower in the field. How could it come into my mind that I should be destined to give mankind pleasure and knowledge? I can hardly believe it, and yet it is true. God knows that I have myself done nothing more with my feeble strength than what was necessary for my existence and growth. And yet he heaps honour after honour upon me. Whenever I think now the song has ended, I pass into something better and higher. Now I shall probably travel about in the world that all people may read what is written upon me. It can't be otherwise, it is most likely. I have so many great thoughts written upon me as I had formerly blue flowers. I am indeed the happiest of all plants. The paper, however, was not sent on travels, nay, it was taken to the printers, and there the whole manuscript was set up in type and a book, and rather many hundreds of books were made of it, so that many more might have pleasure and profit from the writing than was possible if the paper on which it was written had been sent about in the world. No doubt it would have fallen to pieces before it had performed half its journey. Certainly this is the wisest thing that could be done, thought of the written paper, although it never struck me. I remain at home, and I am honoured like an old grandfather, for that I am indeed to all new books. Thus some good couldn't be done. I should not have been able to wander so much about. Only who wrote the book has looked at me, for every one of his words run out of his pen straight upon me. I am the happiest of all. Then the paper was tied up in a bundle with other papers and thrown into a cask which stood in the wash house. When the work is done, it is pleasant to rest, said the paper. It is wise to collect one's thoughts and to reflect on all that lives in one. It is only now that I thoroughly understand all that is written upon me. I wonder what will happen now. Surely there will be progress again, one always advances, that I know by my own experiences. One day all the paper was taken out of the cask and placed on the hearth. It was to be burned, for people said it must not be sold to tradesmen to wrap butter or sugar in it. All the children of the house were standing round the fireplace, for they wished to see the paper burning. It flamed up so beautifully, and afterwards one could see so many red sparks flying about in the ashes. One after another of the sparks disappeared as quickly as the wind. They called it seeing the children coming out of school. The last spark was the schoolmaster. They thought he knew all about it, but that was a mistake. We, however, shall soon know. All the old paper, the whole bundle of it, was put on the fire and was soon ablaze. 
Ach, it's sad and flamed up high. Ach, that is not at all pleasant. But when all was light, the bright flames reached much higher than the flax would ever have been able to stretch its little blue flowers. And the flames shined more brightly than the linen could ever have done. All the written letters turned red for a moment, and all the words and thoughts they expressed vanished in the flames. Now I'm flying straight up to the sun, said a voice in the flame, and it seemed as if a thousand voices repeated it, and the flames came out of the chimney pot. And finer than the flames, invisible to human eyes, there were rising up as many little beings as the flax had apart flowers. They were still lighter than the flame that had borne them, and when it was extinguished and nothing left of the paper but black ashes, they danced once more over the ashes, and wherever they touched it, red sparks leaped up. The children came out of school, and the last was the schoolmaster. That was a pleasure, and the children sang, Snip, snap, snare, basileur, and it is the song. But all the little invisible beings said, the song has never ended, that is the best of all, and therefore I am the happiest of all in the world. Of course the children could neither hear nor understand it, and that was quite right, for children must not know everything.